All right, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to another stream. Happy, what is it, Wednesday? Lucky I knew that. Um, listen, uh, real quick before I get going, um, if you if you missed the stream yesterday with Tulane Offensive Coordinator Will Hall, uh, it is on Twitter as well as on Spotify. Just search Josh USN on Spotify; it'll pop right up. And uh, again, I'm so uh, so grateful that he took the time to uh, sit down. Sit down with me and uh, and jump on the phone. Um, didn't have to do that, obviously, and obviously they're still recruiting. So, um, just really, really appreciative of his time, and I think uh, he's a great interview. I mean, the answers he gave um, were really, really thorough. So, I, I think it uh, I think it'd, it'd be a good listen for for people who are interested in in football in general. And um, again, go check that out. Also, uh, congratulations to uh, Terry for winning the Spotify Premium. He received that today. Um, more, uh, more, more giveaways to come. I, I, again, I've said this before, but I, I love giving giving stuff away and just being generous when I can. So, I guess uh, just follow follow here and uh, keep a lookout for giveaways. So, the. Oh, before little programming note, right? I, I mentioned this yesterday, but in case people dipped out uh, before the end of the stream, tomorrow Thursday we'll have Stephen um, Stephen on from the Unwrapped Sports Network to go over the Bears' schedule. We'll go over win losses uh, once that's released, and Friday it'll be a later stream at nine forty p.m. It's not like you guys have anything else better to do. Uh, Jeffrey Clark from Bulls Confidential will join me to talk about the future of the Bulls um, and AK and Mark Eversley. So just just so everybody's aware of what's coming up. Uh, so today, uh, something that I wasn't really going to talk about, but I, I think it's I think it's going to be an interesting situation, right? James Franklin, Penn State uh, Penn State University coach, was asked today um, by a reporter, "Do you like basically are you cool with football coming back if not all the conference can come back and um urban meyer was at was also asked about it on the colin coward show and they both gave pretty similar answers i wouldn't be surprised if we start without them and i would actually it's almost like i would kind of prefer if they started without them i'm very uh i don't know i don't know if i've made a decision on how i feel about this yet because let's just say the big 10 Right, um, Ohio governor, blanking on his name, but Ohio governor said, you know, it's too early to say if college football is coming back in the fall, and anyone telling you that it is, um, is is wrong. They're lying to you, and they're they're just making it up. Let's just say that Illinois, Michigan, and well, Michigan's got it pretty bad actually. So Illinois, Minnesota. Wisconsin, those teams are ready to come back, right? But Ohio State, they're not ready. The the plan would just be to, well, the 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 hypothesis would be for everybody else to just go play, and Ohio State doesn't. So, it's an interesting situation because at what point do you let the other teams play? Does it have to be a percentage? Does it have to be seventy five percent of the of the conference can come back? Does it have to be, you know, everybody but one or two? It's a really interesting situation to talk about because you only have a couple weeks of non-conference play, and then you, and then you're in conference. So do you just double up on teams? 
how does that work? And then the other thing I was thinking of is what if Ohio State, for this example again, what if three weeks into the season they can play? Do you bring them in? Because then they play three less games. Or, yeah, I mean, that do, it doesn't make any sense because if week three comes around and Ohio State's ready to play, that means the all, all the other teams have played three weeks already and Ohio State is going to have to play a shortened season, which messes with the rankings and now are they ineligible to make the playoff? Are they ineligible to win the division or the, to win the conference? How does that work? Because you can't, you can't give them three extra games at the end of the season because you got to take those games from someone else. So someone else is going to play three extra games on top of what they've already played. I don't understand how this is going to work. I, I, I get it. Football has to start. But I don't understand the logistics of it. How are you going to make this work? And not even football. This this might affect this might affect basketball. I mean, we we don't know how long this is going to take. So again, when these things come out, it it's really really important to understand that these are just words. They're they're just they're just headlines, right? Reporters have a job to do. They need to publish content. And just because a coach says, hey, if not every conference is, is full, we're going to go anyway. It, it's, it's, just, it's just a hypothetical. So I, I guess I, I have to say that I wouldn't take this to heart, right? But I, I, let's just say it comes true. How, what are they going to do? And then you're probably going to have situations where, I mean, you're going to have to restrict transfer options you, because if I'm an Ohio State player and it's my senior year and I have a real good opportunity to boost my draft stock, I'm not sitting around not playing. I'm going to try and transfer out and go play somewhere or maybe just quit <laughs> and try and make a team somewhere else. Maybe try and make a make an XFL team if they're back. Maybe try and maybe try just walk onto an NFL NFL practice and go look. This is what I got. Ohio State's not playing right now. So again, so everything's up in the air. But maybe I'm missing something where it's getting figured out. But initially. I just don't understand how if you have 12 teams in a conference and nine of them can play and you say, okay, that's good, let's play, what are the other three teams going to do if they can come back in two weeks? What are they going to do if it's week seven and now they can come back? Like, I just don't get it. I, again, maybe maybe my public school education is getting the best of me right now, but... I don't, I don't get it. Doesn't doesn't make much sense. And you know, another thing that we should think about too is, do the scholarships still get paid out? Do what happens with their scholarships if if they don't play? Do, are those still awarded? Because if it's if it's an academic scholarship, you're fine. But if it's an athletic scholarship, 
Now you have to figure out because these kids, a lot of these kids rely on these on these athletic scholarships. So what happens? What they just got to leave? Because they're not going to have the money to pay for the school. What are they going to do? What about their eligibility? Are we just going to keep pushing that? I, I I guess we'll see what happens. I don't I don't have much more else to uh, to to kind of bring to the table on this topic. I just think it's really really complex. I also think it pushes back the ability for. I mean, it could NCAA players to to make money off of image and likeness. There's not going to be that much money if college football is not there. I heard a stat today: thirty percent of revenue comes from TV. So they rely a lot on sports, on on fans being there, and vendors, and game day sales. That's a, that's a seventy percent. I mean, probably not seventy percent. There's probably some other things going on there, but only thirty percent. From TV? I mean, come on. So, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens with that. I, I, um, I'd be happy to talk to somebody about that uh, who's got more information or just who would like to share their opinion. Um, so, if you if you fall into the, each of, e- either one of those categories, um, send me a message on Twitter at JoshBUSN, and uh, we'll link and build. This is what the kids say, I think. Um, let me end it with this. Brendan Leipzig was uh, involved in a private group chat that was leaked and spread all over the place. And if you missed it, uh, you missed something big. I think you might be I wouldn't be I wouldn't be upset if you stopped this stream right now, went to Twitter and searched Brendan Leipzig and tried to find those screenshots. Listen, dude, you're 25 years old. Private or not? What are you doing? He's talking trash about his former teammates, his current teammates, talking trash about females. Bro, if this gets out to like people who don't even like hockey, I I don't know what your I don't know what your status is, if you're a single dude or or whatever the case is. You're not closing on the road. <laughs> you're not closing out on the road, dude, because if this goes it's just oh man, like you're 25, what are you doing? What are you doing? And, and then he releases a, uh, an apology on Twitter saying that, you know, I, I, it, was a, it was a mistake and I apologize and I'm, I'm looking to, to use this and learn from it and, and you know, become a better person. Okay. Uh, I'm going to call BS on that. The only reason why you're apologizing is because you thought it would be, you thought it would stay private, but it got leaked and you're just sorry because you got caught. Am I right here? I, f- I feel like I've been in enough situations and seen enough situations. You're not sorry. You're just sorry you got caught. So Brennan Leipzig is the uh, idiot of the day and probably for uh, probably for a while. A hockey community never likes anything like this happening. And unfortunately, it's the biggest thing that the hockey community has to talk about. Brennan Leipzig. Way to go, bud. The pride of the Washington Capitals, and probably ah, this is gonna be uh, this is gonna be kind of an interesting thing. I think everything is interesting because there's no actual live sports going on aside from like Korean baseball. Can't do it, by the way. You you having a job with the Washington Capitals 
like when the season starts, I'm going to be surprised. Some of the things that he said, I'm like, dude, <laughs> why? No reason. Like you and your boys, you and your boys just chopping it up and you're just, you're going haywire right now. So again, Brendan Leipzig, idiot of the idiot of uh, probably the, um, probably the month. I don't know. Couple, next couple months. Um, on, on, on behalf of Leipzig, I would like to apologize to all the females out there. We are not all like Brendan Leipzig and, uh, that'll do it. So again, tomorrow, thanks for, thanks for, uh, tuning into the stream tomorrow. Uh, we will go over the Bears schedule one once it's released Bears season tickets, uh, go on sale at eight o'clock tomorrow night, central time Friday. 9.40 p.m. We'll have uh, Bulls Confidential's Jeffrey Clark on to talk about the Bulls. And if anything else pops up, you know where to find me. On Twitter, at JoshBUSN. Right here on Sportscaster, at JoshUSN. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in, and we'll see you tomorrow.